Hey guys, let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt like you are a little bit distant from the person that you love? Maybe they're your spouse or just someone that you've been dating or you've been with, but you know that there is a new level of connection available. You can tell that maybe you're not as unified as you used to or as you could be. If that's you, definitely stick around. This episode is going to shine so much light on the top three ways that we believe you can utilize in order to create an amazing unity for your relationship and hopefully marriage. So stay tuned. Hey friend, I'm Nick. And I'm Haley. And we're here to help you build a fulfilling, God-centered relationship that lasts through having real, authentic, and truth-filled conversations. We believe that by breaking destructive patterns, understanding our differences, and boldly stepping into our unique roles as men and women, couples will be able to thrive as a unified team, producing good fruit, and becoming a powerful platform for God's glory that will impact the family unit for generations to come. Whether you're married, dating, or single with the desire of being married one day, We're excited to hear how this information blesses your life. This is the Forest Kingdom Podcast. Welcome Welcome to to the the conversation. conversation. Hello, hello. Welcome back to For His Kingdom Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Haley. And my name is Mr. Nicholas (laughs) Teixeira. That's Mr. Nick. (laughs) And we are here tonight uh, in our home office in our robes and my fuzzy socks. And I just wanted to let y'all know because I know you can't see us. I like this. This is actually... Very enjoyable. Very, very fun. Very relaxing. (laughs) Hope you guys are just as relaxed as we are right now. (laughs) Um, But anyway, today today is an exciting topic. Um, Something that is we think is super important, especially in marriage, staying unified, staying of one mind. We probably are all familiar with the verse that says, you leave your parents and you cleave your spouse, you become one flesh. But sometimes it doesn't always feel like you're as unified as you could. Yeah. As you could be. That's the truth. I mean, there are ups and downs, right? In every everything in life, every relationship, there are ups and downs. There are seasons where you may be uh, closer to the person that you're with than others. And so it's it's real life. Yeah. It's the truth. And it's important to talk about this. Yes. Because it's not always rainbows and butterflies, like you just said. So Absolutely. 100%. And so whether you're married or not, obviously this applies to you. Um, I think a majority of the people that are going to be listening are married, but even if you're not, definitely stick around uh, because this will help you as well, without and, a doubt. It'll help you prepare for sure, assuming that that is your goal to yes. be married. So the top three ways that you can become and stay unified as a couple. Point number one. Go ahead. What is the first way, babe? And hopefully I'll stay till the end because we have some tips that we use that have really helped um, our union the past few years. Yes. So yeah, don't want to miss that. We have a little bonus at the end, so stick around. Mm -hmm. But number one, number one is, and it depends on, right, who's working. So take this for what it is and fit it in your scenario. Um, The woman... If you're a woman, being interested in your man's career or what he does for work 
or if the woman works or you both both work vice versa right like taking an interest in what the other person does because our careers they take up a large portion of our life you know like work is good um, and we're called to work and so if we're completely disconnected from what our partner or our spouse does that's a lot of room for disconnect absolutely and a big room of opportunity to come a little closer 100 percent. and i just want to add to that right um with what you were saying i mean the reason that i believe that you started right babe with the, the woman being interested in the man's career or work um even if both partners are working which i think that's the reality for most people nowadays mm-hmm. um the the man has a bigger drive and a bigger mission that's connected to his work. And so that's why I think that's one of the tips really more so for directly to the to the women, right? Like be interested in your man's job or career or work or business or whatever it may be, because I guarantee you, you do that. He will be so grateful and he feels so loved by you. Um, so definitely do that. But it, but then the man as well, right? The man should be interested in what the woman is doing, what she's passionate about mm-hmm. at the same time. And if you're a stay-at-home mom, a homemaker, a mother, and that is your full-time career, so to speak, because it is a career, a very honorable one at that, that oh, yeah. does not get nearly enough credit in society. For sure. um, it is important, yeah, for, for the husbands to take an interest in that too in her day because it's not always easy either, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, they all have their own challenges. So yeah, definitely do that for sure. That's, I think us men are notorious for not, I think, investigating enough and asking enough questions to the, to our, to our woman, even though that is one of the major ways that, um, women feel loved is the man asking questions and then her being able to talk. Mm-hmm. And and him just being an open and safe space for him for for her to uh, open herself to, yeah. she, you know, she's gonna feel so loved as well. Yeah, right? we're and, not. Oh, go ahead. No, you got it. <laughs> um, I was gonna say we're not there yet, as you guys probably know. We're expecting our first, but um, I I've heard from a lot of women who are stay-at-home moms. Just another thought on that. Um, it, that it can get lonely, you know, because if you're with kids all day and mm-hmm. if you don't have, you know, interaction with other adults every single day, like you really value that connection and conversation with your spouse that maybe, you know, like you just said, babe, like maybe the men don't even think of it like that. But like, yeah, I guess what our whole point with this is take a moment to uh, step into your partner's world. Yeah, because our worlds are completely different, especially when we're separate all yeah. day, like most couples are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then the last little uh, point in, 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 in the event or uh, situation where both or both members of the relationship, the couple uh, are working together, right? Um, that really helps a lot too. Naturally, that's our reality since we've met. We, uh, some of you guys know our background, our story, but we, became essentially business partners and friends and then it evolved into more right so we've been we've had the privilege and honor of working together and that definitely helps us stay unified 
Now, it comes with its own set of challenges and op- really not challenges, opportunities to really make it right and figure out how to make that work, which mm-hmm. that's a topic for a whole nother episode. And if that's you, if there's anyone else listening to this, that you, if you're in that situation, if this will be beneficial for us to speak about, let us know, because we, we definitely have a lot to say about that. But so <laughs> Such a blessing. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it is. It, it, it really is. We, really, it, we recommend it for sure. Yeah. And I can. mean... If you can't tell, <laughs> I mean, cause yeah, like if you work together, whether it's, at, I mean, in a job setting or in a business setting, like we do, like you do have more time together with your spouse. So mm-hmm. naturally it's just easier to be unified, you know, just have more time together. <laughs> it just makes sense. Right. Absolutely. 100%. So that's our point one. So it's just being interested in each other's career or even working together. That's one of the first ways that we highly recommend to become and stay unified. The second point, the second way is to schedule time to sit down and just be together. There you get to talk, you get to laugh, you get to ask questions, you get to reminisce about awesome experiences you've had together. That is something that we do kind of naturally. Like we've never really mm-hmm. had to like schedule a time to do that. Perhaps because we've been working together so we have so much more time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, especially if you don't work together, you definitely need to schedule time to just get together you know maybe turn off the tv if that's the habit like mm-hmm. put the phones to the side if that's the habit the ball and just, game can wait and just like <laughs> l- yeah like like look at each other and just hold hands and just be yeah. together and just just do the things that naturally if you're listening to this right now you're just starting a relationship or you're dating you just started dating someone that's kind of something that happens naturally mm-hmm. but over time it can easily be um just that can be neglected yeah neglected you started kind of you kind of have the foundation in place so you kind of take a little bit of that for granted and it Mm -hmm. it just it creates a little bit of separation you don't have that deep of a connection anymore because you're not doing the things that you're doing in the beginning so yeah that's it absolutely yeah the word that just popped in my mind is familiarity Mm. So like That's when good. we get too familiar and too comfortable with our spouse, which is a great thing. I yeah. mean, we are only going to get more comfortable over time, right? Um, we do lose that kind of spark or that mystery, if you will. Yeah. Um, and that, uh, I guess, romance, often at times, it's easy to kind of slip through the cracks because you're like, oh, yeah, they're my best bud or they're my quote unquote roommate or whatever, you know, um, all the hats that we can wear as spouses. But yeah, it is important. Like we as humans make time for what's important to us. Yeah. And so it's very easy to say that our marriage or our relationship is important to us. But um, I'm thinking of that quote and maybe you remember it, but our bank accounts and our schedules will reveal what's actually important to us, what's yeah. actually a priority. That's true. And a lot of times if we're not like scheduling time it sounds kind of silly but even if it's 30 minutes you're just blocking out that time in an evening or in a morning maybe it's breakfast together maybe it's a lunch or yes you know depending on your schedule of course but the the key point here is to be intentional about that yeah because i i know especially for us women i'm sure you guys can relate um and i shared this with nick and he's like oh really no way that's awesome um 
I think a lot of times men can think, oh, women, they just need so much time to talk. If I start talking with them, then then we're going to be there for hours. And then, you know, and then I can't do that every day. I can maybe once, once a week, maybe like, you know what I mean? It starts to become this big thing. However, what I share with my husband is, babe, if even if we're busy and we're doing things and you have, you know, errands or appointments or calls or whatever, and we don't really have much time together during the day, if we have 10 to 15 minutes of intentional time where we're sitting down and we're looking at each other fully focused and asking each other questions and showing each other love, I'm going to feel more connected to you than I could be sitting for two hours on the couch next to you watching just with the tv on or what you know what i mean like it's not the time it's the intentionality yeah um and so i think that's that's super huge it doesn't have to be long time but it does seem to be intentional yes i love that that's so good that is perfect yeah that was very eye-opening when you shared that with me it's been a while but uh, (laughs) i do remember it because i've always i think intuitively known the value of communicating you know, mm-hmm. I know us men can be more on the quiet side and not talking as much, but I think I've always, I've never had, never had that problem, I guess, whatever. But, uh, but when you shared that with me, that was very exciting. I'm like, wow, that's it. And then I started noticing that that's true. Like it's the times that I'm not fully present the times that I wasn't fully present, let's say, those are the times that I felt like we, we would talk, talk, talk. And then the, there was no, like we didn't leave better mm. because I wasn't fully present. Like I was doing something else or I was checking my phone or I was this. And it's just very disrespectful. That's the reality of it. Like for both sides, right? Like to be oh, checking yeah. the phone all the time and in a conversation and doing something else. Like, like, can we just, can we talk? Like is, yeah. is now not a good time, you know? And, and so... I think that's very important. And so that that's the point, right? Just make time for each other what, and, and just to be present. And, and one very last advice that I will give um, or a tip in, when you are investing that time together, one great thing, one great question that you can ask in order to maybe explore that mystery that Haley just mentioned is asking something like, what is something that I don't know about you? Even if you've been with them for years, let's say you've been married for years with them, ask this question, what is something that you haven't tell me, told me about you? Mm-hmm. And that, you I mean, that can open up every time we do that, right? Like sometimes it takes longer to figure out what it is, but it always leads to an exciting conversation, an exciting story. And like, mm-hmm. it just, that creates bond and unity. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that just reminded me one thing uh, we've done a decent amount of times which is when we ask them a question like that but we like can't think of anything on top of our head or whatnot it's like i don't know you know everything about me right <laughs> that's like our natural reaction a lot of times mm-hmm. which obviously that's not the truth um however i think sometimes i don't know if you remember this but sometimes what we do is okay age 11 mm-hmm. what tell me one thing that you remember that you remember from age 11 babe boom and then you start thinking and like there's there's always stuff that we haven't shared i mean sometimes it's random it's something wow i haven't thought about that in years and you share with your spouse and now you're just growing so much closer um yeah 
but yeah that that's huge that's communication good. of course this should not be an eye-opener to you guys make intentional time to communicate yeah you never know it's always <laughs> a good reminder always a good reminder mm. oh and i wanted to say one thing about the uh being on your phones when yeah. you're together mm-hmm. when we're talking about scheduled time to just be together and talk mm-hmm. we're talking about uh technology aside yeah. like phones aside because what that's doing and we're not perfect at this either um, but we definitely are mindful of it is what it does when we're talking to one another or someone's talking to us and we have our phone up and it doesn't really look like right intention it's sending a subconscious signal or subconscious message to our spouse saying hey this is more important than you right now yeah that's exactly right and we might not think that but like that's that's what the other person's receiving from us. Especially um, if that's the time to for you two to be together. Yeah. You know, especially. I mean, even if it's not, we should be like, hey, I'm I'm doing X, Y, and Z, baby, one second. Or like still communicate. Yeah, don't the just little like, things make a difference. Don't act like you're multitasking and you can hear her because she's going to ask you what she just said and you ain't going to remember. So yeah, I've been there many times. <laughs> and then we just like, are like, why? Like we laugh about it sometimes, but um, now we laugh about it in the beginning of our relationship. At the beginning, it was be frustrating. Like, yeah. It's like, hello. Cause you're still building trust at the beginning. Yeah. A lot of trust, right? <laughs> <laughs> building blocks. Yeah, that's good. Awesome guys. So third point, the top third way that you can become and stay unified as a couple. And this is specifically more so for married couples. Okay. Do you want me to? Yeah, this is for married couples. Well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, it's it's, <laughs> ma- it's make time for sexual intimacy, right? And, and, and openly communicate about it and schedule if you need to, right? Th- this is specifically for married couples. But the reality is if you're not married and you're you're kind of living in the, in, in the world's way of doing relationships, then this is something that you already do because you're driven by lust. But mm. when you're married and now there's love and there's God's love involved, especially mm. if you're doing it, you know, God's way of doing marriage, if you're following yeah. the Bible and if you're listening, I'm guessing that you are. If you're not, we invite you to because it's so much more rewarding and, and, and there's so much safety and strength and security that comes from doing marriage God's way without a doubt mm-hmm. that you will not get in the world's way. But um, with that said, this is when you are doing it, when you are married, then the lust starts to disappear because there's love now. Mm-hmm. And and when you're not, if you're used to doing it in the past, let's say, mm-hmm. in the, the world's way of, of doing sex driven by lust, and now it's about love and not lust, that lustful passion can go away. That's it, facts. As it should. Yeah, but as I it should. What you're saying is sometimes that can allow separation, separation can, between the spouse. And it shouldn't, right? It should yeah. not create separation. It's just a different way of doing it that is much more rewarding and mm-hmm. fulfilling and and, and um, beneficial to us. Yeah. But so just making time for that. Yeah. Right. And and I think it's the reality that we're kind of experiencing as we're talking to a lot of more, let's say, married couples or we're starting to work with married couples and stuff like that. Is that the the 
and naturally we're going through the process of expecting our first child right now. So it seems like it's a, there's a pretty common, um, trend, trend that like everything's great. Sex life is great. And then it gets to year three or year five or whatever in a marriage. And then it starts to go down or whatever it is. And then you have kids and then, Oh, kids are in the way. And then you get busy and life is busy. And before you know, it's like people don't even sleep together. Like that blows my mind. Mm. The fact that there are married couples that don't sleep together, that barely sleep. Like I refuse. I don't care how long we're, I don't care for how many years we've been married. I guarantee I'm declaring it's a, (laughs) it's a fact that we're going to continue to have constant and great sex in our marriage because that is important mm-hmm. and th- and and it will it will be a pillar of our relationship because it's a it's it's good for us yeah it's good yeah it's oh, yeah. god's design for married couples mm-hmm. and it's one of the major ways that we can become and stay unified as a couple physically unite literally Boom. like yes there's no greater way and when you combine that i mean just imagine being mentally unified emotionally unified from taking that intentional time to talk uh mentally from you know the work being on the same page with that taking time to talk that's emotional connection and then boom which women need by the way women need yeah the emotional connection men actually don't need it as much when women need it yeah so go ahead well women need it too to get to sex right (laughs) we want we need to feel secure and like we're cared for and yeah for sure um but yeah imagine combining those three like how can you not feel just ridiculously unified with your spouse (laughs) and just enjoying that and feeling so fulfilled in your marriage like it's impossible yeah it's impossible not to feel that way absolutely if you combine and work on these right things yes um and now we're not saying you know you got to have sex every single day. Like it really depends on the person uh, or on the couple. Yeah. Um, but one thing I was reading not too long ago was, oh, how how often should we have sex? And we could totally just have like our first sex podcast episode. We could talk more about this. Um, but I, I love the response that I read because it was like, you know what? I'm not going to put a numerical value on it. Talk to your spouse and see how uh satisfied each other are and if you're like if you're both satisfied then that's enough if you're not then you should ramp it up and do more often until you're both completely satisfied in one another to not give the devil a foothold or any uh, cracks in that way right so it's that simple it goes back to the communication like all these things work together yes um but yeah and and talking about like expectation and stuff like we yeah. have to communicate our expectations and all these things because if not, we just assume things and yeah, then that <laughs> we're not going to feel unified because we're just not on the same page if you don't communicate. Absolutely. How and, can you be? Yeah, and speaking about this, sexual intimacy is definitely something good and healing and it can be challenging, especially for, you know, God bless, man. That's awesome. Like I, I honestly wish that I could say that I saved myself for marriage and I didn't have anything, any baggage, you know what I mean? From that, from that angle. Um, so that's awesome. Those that, those that do have that, but I think majority of people aren't. And so there's, uh, there's a lot of shame that's been attached to sex. 
Um, and so it, it takes talking about it with your spouse in a safe place where like non-judgmental place where you get to talk about things and like your feelings or the things that you've been through and how that made you feel and all of that stuff. That's part of the healing. Honestly, that's one of the beauties of being married is you get to work and heal together. Um, and, and it is important to do that because as you do that, then you become more and more free in the, in the sex and in the love that you have in your marriage. You right? can't do that outside of marriage without creating soul ties. Oh yeah, you you like, will you will have consequences. There, yeah. There's no way around it. And so I just want to lastly make a make a quick comment um, to the point that you made about like as much as both couple need you Each know spouse. to be uh, yeah yeah excuse me the both spouses need to be unified and be satisfied and I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Now that you got to make sure that when you're doing that that you're being real about it because if both if if it because you got to think if 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 both spouses are disconnected from each other and this is more common we're speaking to people that have been married for longer than five ten years i don't know you know um where like sex is not a big part anymore of marriage um and if you're listening to us thank you that's awesome you listening to us i know we haven't been married that long um but but we can all learn from each other right and so what I would say is if that's the reality and that's, there's no, there's no shame in that. It's just something that you get to work on. But if that's the case, once a month or one, one, once a month or once every three months is not enough. You yeah. know, it needs to be a weekly thing. And, and in that scenario, you do need to schedule the time to like be together for that purpose. Like if, yeah. if it needs to be a thing that like you guys just make the time to go do that and that's, then you do that. You do, you got to do what you got to do in order to make that happen because yeah. it will start to create momentum in your marriage in that area. To separ- oh yeah. If you do it, if yeah. you do it, but without it. And if you don't. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to be detrimental for the marriage and we're seeing it we're learning we're, we're you know we have we're learning from 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 people and, and mentors as well that are pouring into us and we're recognizing this is the reality but yeah. marriage doesn't have to be this way you know i have people that mm-hmm. I, have, I have people that said with me before oh you guys are stepping into relationship coaching what are you you married for what three years how what do you know about marriage wait until you're married 15 years and you and then you're gonna see how it is <laughs> this and that and i'm like man but you but you don't have the marriage i want so why would i take your advice like i actually Mm -hmm. have i know i have something beautiful with my wife and i can help you because i can freshen up your reality Mm -hmm. but if you don't want to (laughs) receive it that's fine you don't have to receive it but like don't don't put this curse on me that oh 10 15 years in i'm gonna be having this horrible marriage i rebuke that and i refuse that and it's not gonna happen and i i can guarantee you because i i will do everything that it takes as a man and i know my wife will do the same in order to secure and protect the most blessed thing that we have in our lives after god which is our marriage Mm. and that is how we view this thing Mm -hmm. that's why we're stepping into this field that we're stepping into because it matters yeah and it's the biggest tool that the enemy that this that satan has to attack families it's the nucleus it's the it's Mm -hmm. the marriage yep so just a little fyi as to why we're doing this Mm -hmm. and why there's going to be a lot more coming just so you know a little bit more about us preach yeah that's it i love seeing you fired up baby so it's so true though like there's we've mentioned three things so far and three things that you know for you you might be good on one or two of them but you need to work on the other one or you might be good on the sex part but you need to work on the communication part or vice versa yeah um 
that's the beauty of this. Like it's it's a recipe. There's a there's a formula to have a healthy, thriving marriage, and the Bible speaks about all these things, right? Yeah. Um, yes. But that it's just that. Like you just need to decide. Like Nick said, that yes. this isn't going to be my reality. Yes. Why? Because I'm doing everything I can to preserve this and grow in this area. Or I'll begin doing so. Or if I'll I begin. Been. Boom. Yeah, and it's that simple. And um, I just want to throw it. out there too, whether it's the you know emotionally connected and having time to talk as a couple, whether it's the physically getting connected um, through sex, or if it's like being together more unified mentally through your work and stuff like that, or other projects, doing things together. Um, And if you're the one listening to this, who's like, well, I want to work on that, but my spouse is just, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, I've tried to, you know, I just want to, I just want to challenge you for a second and say, maybe the way that you've tried to do it hasn't worked because it's been the wrong approach. Mm. Maybe the way you've been bringing it up to them, it hasn't been the right tone. You've had an attitude. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know who you are, but I know myself Mm. and I know how I am and my sinful nature. And as humans, we expect people to get things. And if it's been years and years and years, especially like you've said, like couples who have been married for years and if things like this one of the three areas just as an example go unchecked and you don't talk about any of the three or one of the three major areas that we've spoken about well that can create a lot of resentment in one of one of the spouses right so we gotta first of all take that to the lord because your spouse cannot get rid of that resentment Right. We go, we can only help ourselves and, and God is here to help us at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. He's the only one who can help us with that. Um, yeah. And so we need to take that to him and truly forgive them. But then after that, okay, let me, let me, what else can I do? Let me switch it up. Let me try something new. Yeah. Let me learn and get some different approaches and get a little more creative on, mm-hmm. Hey, how can I bring this up? Let me keep my attitude in check and make sure when I'm bringing up that I want more sex with my husband that I'm not accusing him or blaming him because he has his own reality too right we all have our own stresses and struggles or if I want um, if you want more time or I guess as a woman speaking to your husband to be more connected emotionally uh, once again don't don't bring that up in an accusing way expecting them to get it because Men and women are different. Yeah, that's not going to go well. We're I'll tell different. you right now, ladies. Don't <laughs> don't go to your man accusing him or criticizing him for something that he's not do- doing or not doing. Like that's mm. not going to give you the results that you're looking for. I can guarantee you that. And if and if that's the case, then why keep doing it? If it's yep. not getting you the results, yep. that's insanity to expect something yep. different to happen. So, yep. and it can be vice versa, right? The husbands yeah. with the wives and Yes. Or, or if the husband wants the wife to be involved in his work and take an interest and like he just starts to get frustrated with her, it's the same thing. Yeah, um, the approach is big. Yeah, that's 100%. my point is the approach with these things. I just felt called to say that because I know that's it's good. very easy to be like, okay, great. I got these things. Well, I'm good. But now it's my spouse. Right. <laughs> You're a team. And yes. at the end of the day, you need to remember that we are called to love one another. Yeah. And if our words, how we're communicating is not in love, it doesn't matter what we say. Yeah. It does not matter what we say to them. 
It won't be. We're effective. not going to be unified. Yeah. Who would want to be unified with a grouch? Yeah. Or someone with a resentment or atti- yeah. attitude. Who wants to unify to that? It's going to push them away. So true. <laughs> so we got to keep ourselves in check first. That's good. Um, that's great. Okay. I ran, love that. Ran over. Oh, no, that was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was good. So guys, that's what we got. Those are the top three ways. But before you go, if you're still listening, we told you at the beginning that we were going to give you a little bonus, um, an extra way that you can create unity um, within your relationship. And so this is going to be very, very short and sweet. We're not going to dive into it. We're just planting a seed here. But it's two minor things, one of them being a weekly review meeting, a uh, weekly review where you set aside an hour two hours, whatever you have, whatever time you can make in order to physically get together as a couple and write down your wins for the week, your personal career, whatever it may be, your lessons for the week. You get to also review your finances if you're married and your finances are unified or joint, right? And lastly, you get to review your family's core values and vision statement if you have them. And if you don't have them, and if that would be valuable to you, let us know. We can definitely make a video, uh, another episode about this going, going over and how to create that, come up with that. Mm-hmm. But so basically, your wins, your lessons, your finances, your values, core values and vision statement of the past week. That way you're having, you know, you can't manage what you don't track. Measure. And so you can't measure yeah. what you don't. <laughs> no, you, you said it right. Sorry, I threw you off. Yeah. You can't manage what you can't what you don't measure. Yes, you can't manage what you don't measure. Thank you. <laughs> so this will, this will help you have... Uh, more of a synergistic uh, control, if you will, of your life. Now, the control with open hands, of course, right? But like you're going to have a, a grasp, a grasp mm-hmm. of your life and, and you're working as a team. And that's the beauty of this. And then the other little point is this. Along with having a weekly review, which, by the way, we've been doing uh, for the past three years. We have documented every single week for the past three years years and the amount of wins and lessons and just uh, growth man <laughs> so much growth and it's it, it's a it's a pivotal part of our um our our strength as a couple is the fact that we have a way to measure how we're doing as a as individuals and as a couple so yeah. we can attest that it works and it's beneficial okay oh yeah and and then the last the other we- part we, we did the wins and lessons actually i think a couple months before we got married we started oh, and yeah. then once since we've been married yeah we of course did the finances and then yeah the that's values good and stuff yeah it's together. been evolving right but it's so mm-hmm. beautiful and it's such a special time every week that we now we look forward to it because it's like you get to slow down and like okay let's look at our lives like you, you go a little bit bigger instead of just being in the day-to-day the, the day routine. routine type of, exactly so it's really really good imagine going more months without doing that i mean no wonder you know no wonder it's so easy to separate yeah but you're doing on a weekly basis and even if it's just 30 minutes i mean we don't put an hour in every single week sometimes if we're out of town or whatever it's just 30 minutes but 
man, at least we're keeping track and we're, we're putting our brains together and we're like, how was our week? Well, here's a win for me or here's a lesson for me and here's yes. one for both of us. And yeah. it really helps us come together. So Yeah, it does. And if you want to be even make it, let's say that you're working more on your marriage, let's say that that's an area that you, that you they, or your relationship that you want to make more of a progress and you can also make part of this review a time where you get to like, okay, what have, what have I done well this week to you? that you like, that you appreciated, mm-hmm. and what could I do better as a husband, as a spouse? Yeah. That would be very beneficial great. as well. Okay. And and we recommend writing that down. Uh, we, we do it electronically and through an application uh, called Notion, and we, we recommend it. It's free. But if you want, you can write it down. We For over a year, we did it on a notebook. And, you it know, slows that, you down. it slows you down. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then the last little tip is on the same note, you get to do a monthly mastermind where you get to have a meeting with your spouse and you go over your whole life and goals so that you can get on the same page. Make sure that you that you go and have, even if you're not working together, you're, you're still going after the same vision mm-hmm. as a couple and not living completely two, two completely different lives. Which can that, easily happen. They're heading in different directions. Yeah. No wonder people mm. grow apart. They don't have a clarified, unified vision. You need a unified vision even if you're not working together. Yeah. And having a monthly mastermind is something that's so beneficial. And if you haven't done them before, you start to get into it, you might find that you need to do more than just once a month in the beginning. Yeah. Right? But this is something that I personally love as well. And it's so fruitful every single time we do it. And we and we come out more unified without a doubt. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, it oh, happens yeah. every single time. Yeah. Oh, we... These are amazing, you guys. And like Nick said, we can always um, do another episode going even deeper on these and kind of giving some examples and Mm -hmm. uh, stuff like that. But basically, between the first three points and these bonuses of the weekly reviews and the monthly mastermind, what all these things are doing, it's just getting you more organized. It's setting... um, What's the word? It's setting like parameters. Standards. Well, no. Think of this more. Okay. Parameters to keep you close yeah. to your spouse. Mm-hmm. If you're setting a time to uh, sit down and talk about your day or your week or whatever, if you're setting time to be intimate physically together, if you're setting a time to weekly go over your whole week, your goals, your and then monthly, like these are just parameters to keep you close. That's all this is in a nutshell, but yeah. this is pivotal. What's easy to do is easy not to do. Yep. And it's very obvious which couples do things like this, these things or things similar to this, right. and couples who don't. Yeah. Um, the unity is, I mean, the fruit, right? We can see by by the fruit. And so, so good. We hope that this helped you guys. We hope you all enjoyed this. Um, I know we could go on forever. I think this was probably a more exciting episode than we even realized so, so, yeah, when we first started great. recording. Yeah. Um, I think so too. But it's so, it's so important to us personally. So we hope you all enjoyed this. Any other topics similar or completely different that y'all want to hear? Let us know um, because our list is getting big. So we want to know what should we, what should we record next? That's right. Thank you guys for being here with us. We love you. We're grateful for you and we'll see you in the next episode. (laughs) Bye.
All right, guys, we hope that you've enjoyed this episode tremendously. We hope you came out of it feeling more confident than ever in order to create that unity or keep that unity in your relationship. So with that in mind, we actually created a nice and special free tool for you guys that you can access by clicking the link below somewhere in the description where we actually give you 25 date ideas, exciting date ideas that you can go and leverage and use to go out and have fun with your significant other as well as 25 questions you can ask each other in order to create fruitful connection. We're so excited to hear how this tool blesses you and your relationship. And if you've gained value in this episode or with the freebie that we're giving you guys, please drop a review down below. It will really help with the growth of this podcast. We really appreciate you guys. See you in the next episode.